0: Say it. Hi. Just, just f and say it. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another another episode of Res Hoggy another. Podcast. My name is Trev, and uh, with me, as always, is Mister
1: Mister Bush over there. What's up, Bush? Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. Doing good, Trev. I uh, I want I want to say everybody. Um, I played with Trev last night, old timers, and I didn't do too good. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't do
0: too good. Let's just say that uh, we won't be calling him back again. <laughs> yeah. But we'll talk about that later. And yes, uh, for some stupid reason, Bush has a smirk on his face. I just want to punch, punch <laughs> off. As you can see, he's wearing his idiot Oilers hat. So yeah. I guess that has to do with his smirk.
1: Yeah. Give it time.
0: How many, how many in many row has the Oilers won? 13?
1: 13. You guys laughed when they were 2-9-1. and one. Yeah, that's true. You, you if you were with me, you went two nine one. Then you then you shouldn't be with me at thirteen and zero. Do you think it's
0: because of the coaching, or is it just the players are like, what's up with the Oilers? Is it?
1: We don't know. I've asked every oil oiler fan. Like, unless whatever, I I, I seem to think it's uh, Paul Coffee. You think so? Yeah, his, his philosophy with the defense—they're more in tune. With transition and, like I don't know, like, um, I read on TSN or some one of the code. You read
0: te- I, TSN I, I or you read, watch TSN?
1: I both. <laughs> I read. I read the uh, the, the, the scrolling marquee. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not knocking Jay Woodcroft. He took the Oilers from out of the playoff spot a year and a, two year two and a half years ago to like, and a, a cup contender. And then for whatever reason, they, they just didn't buy into his defensive philosophy that now it's great. That's
0: cool, though, because Paul Coffey was never an assistant coach before. Is his first time. Nope. Yeah. He should have been an assistant coach long time ago, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But better late than never, I guess. Yeah. I bet Paul Coffey can still outskate a lot of guys on the Oilers team.
1: I bet
2: you.
1: Easily. Jeez.
0: Uh, yeah, welcome to uh, episode 103. Three. I'm not sure if I mentioned that or not. Whereas uh, Hockey is, uh, we have a sponsor, is brought to you by your chief and council.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, when you Whichever
2: to-
1: chief and council, that's up for you to decide. Or yeah, you to guess. so
0: go to the band office tomorrow and thank your chief and your council yep. for sponsoring our show. Um, whereas hockey, we are in the traditional land of the Anishinaabe, we are currently recording our episode on Treaty 3 territory, which is a part of, Bush is a part of Treaty 3, so yeah, we always want to give thanks True to story. Bush for letting us record on his traditional berry picking land. Yeah. Bush is a berry picker, so thanks, Bush. While
1: we're, while we're burying the hash between Ojibwe and Cree, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Treaty 9 so I'm far from far from home. Yeah. So uh this week we have a special guest. Um he is currently playing in Fife. I think I'm getting it wrong. Fife, Scotland. And he's from Doki's First Nation which is by Sudbury North Bay area. Our guest for this week is Troy Lajeunesse. So, um, Bush wasn't allowed. Uh, what he, he was allowed, but he was he couldn't make the interview because Bush wakes up around 10, 10 every morning. So, oh,
1: Jesus.
0: <laughs> so it was a it was an early morning interview with Troy. <laughs> so, and Bush doesn't wake up that early. So I want to say fife.
1: Fife. Did I say five. fief? I thought I thought you said fief.
0: Did I say fief? Oh, I mean fife. Yes, it's the fife. He plays for the Fife Flower.
1: Flowers. Flyers.
0: <laughs> the five flowers. Yeah, I did say fif When did. I was talking to him, when I was introducing Troy in the yeah. interview, I said from Dokis, but it's Dokis. So I Do- messed up that Do-key. too. But it's spelled yeah. D-O-K-I-S,
1: which is oh. I
0: thought it was Dokis, but it's so, Dokis.
1: So, so what you're saying is it's easy to mispronounce a name. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I was over 2 fif, which is <laughs> <laughs> docus. So, yeah. so I got those two that community and reserve the name of it wrong. So, we all make mistakes more than yeah. Bush made four, five, six last night. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. costly mistakes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, so, so when you're a D, coach always said. Every couple seconds, count the number of jerseys in front of you. If you count five, you're okay. If you count less than five, then you're not doing your job, and someone's gonna get a breakaway on you. Sure enough, happened to me twice. And unfortunately,
0: the the way I was playing, I was playing deep in the end. I was like really I was pretty much in front of the net both times, and Bush stayed on his side. Yeah. and he wasn't state he didn't go in the middle to cover try to cover the whole ice and the puck sn- snuck by him twice yeah. and two breakaways and minus two right away minus- <laughs> 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 and I don't know what the other ones you gave up the puck the one time and yeah but your excuse was you played the hour before so you, you were tired
1: okay thank you so thanks for giving me that
0: yeah so so don't call us we'll call you next time okay <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> It was fun though I like playing old timers And last night we played uh there's a team called the Diamonds and they're an old uh indigenous hockey team mm-hmm. and uh it was uh, it was a good game we beat them uh-huh. 10-6 We don't keep in our old timers league here in Kenora, we don't keep score No on the scoreboard or there's no refs and stuff like that we just have two 25 minute periods and stuff like that but uh we do keep score our goalies goalies usually are like that they love keeping score so it was a 10-6 win and it's always fun playing uh in that diamonds team because they play different compared to other non-indigenous teams in our league do you notice that it's more passing and it's more yeah more uh, toe drags and there's toe drags, yeah. So it's it's always fun playing playing the diamonds because it's it's a different type of game. And uh, they beat us last game, and when they after they beat us, they were just like cheering loud. And it's like holy shit, guys! It's I know. Goldheimer, settle down. So yeah. Uh, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs for episode one
1: oh three? Shout outs today. No, I don't.
0: No, oh, not me either. I've been really uh, been on been on the ball for that. So, uh okay. Um, at right. Hockey Bush and I would like to send our condolences to Ernest Jameson's family. Um, yep. Unfortunately, Ernest passed away after a a good fight, a good battle, um, good uh battle with cancer. Uh, Ernest was a friend of ours. We played uh, numerous hockey tournaments with him, went on trips with him, and he was uh, one of our good friends, and unfortunately he passed away, so we just want to send our condolences to his family, his mom, and uh, all his siblings, and to a lot of, he had a lot of friends. He uh, he was yeah. a big, uh, big hockey guy in Treaty 3, he helped. Uh, organized the uh, North American First Nation tournament champions hockey tournament in Kenora so if you see if you follow them on facebook and you saw a lot of the uh, pictures of like during the tournament like that he was he was front and centered mm-hmm. uh with uh, being in the pictures but uh he's the one who introduced me to the draft tournaments uh, many years ago him and I went to phoenix um we drove to toronto we drove the Jasper, Alberta, Canmore, Alberta. We drove the Toronto like two, three times. So I spent a lot of time with him and uh we went to a couple NHL games. <laughs> and uh but yeah, I just uh wanna send our condolences to Ernest. He's a really good guy. Um sometimes he got on our nerves, but that's 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 what a friend does right? he gets on a, on our yeah. nerves. Even Bush pisses me off from time to time, but he's still my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, he's going to leave a big, he left a really positive mark on uh, hockey and treaty three. Yeah. So especially um, yeah, the Yeah. Uh, he was organized his hockey team every year for <gasps> tournaments. Like even though at times they would not win, but he was still always willing to be the GM and, Of the team, the manager of the team, and step up and organize the team and for every tournament, which was, uh, which was good because he, uh, he was, uh, one of the good guys for sure. So, yeah, we'll miss him. And, uh, yeah, right.
1: Yep. Excuse me. He organized a lot. He he did fundraise a lot out of his own money, a lot. Like, he worked tired. Uh, he he did a thankless job for the Sachwen hockey team. He did. Like,
0: and last no, two years ago, um, they were lucky enough, each band member got a ton of money. I think it was like 120 mm-hmm. something thousand each. Yeah. And he gave a lot of money away. He did draws, he he was giving he away PlayStations, helping families out. Um, give he used to give away hockey tickets to families who wouldn't be able to afford to go to a Jets game in yeah, Winnipeg. Cool. Stuff like that. And he uh he he was always willing to help out, especially for like little kids who wouldn't usually have that chance to to get a PlayStation and or a Jets game like we yeah. I just mentioned. So he did a lot of help. He helped a lot of families and it's uh he'll be missing that part. So and he gave a lot of money the charity. So it's, uh, that was a big one too. He's, uh, he was always willing to help out no matter what. So he's, uh, so yeah, he'll be missed for sure. So this one, uh, we'll dedicate this show to, uh, number 12, Ernest Jameson of Nisachewan, Nisachewan storm. Mm -hmm. So he's, uh, this one's for you there, Ernie. um, Sioux Valley Winterfest is this weekend. It's time to act up, guys. No. Is it time to act up or time to kiss no. ass?
1: Time to kiss ass.
0: Time to kiss ass, then act up. Then act up, yeah.
1: Uh, See, w- Sue secretly thinks that I'm going to Ottawa, but really I'm going to, go to Brandon.
0: Yeah, Bush is going to work. <laughs> he has to go to work in Ottawa this weekend. I told him, just skip it. Go to <laughs> come to Brandon. Come play. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of dedicated to his job, <laughs> but uh, yeah, December twenty fifth, December what the fudge, January twenty fifth to January twenty eighth, uh, Dakota Nation Winter Fest is in Brandon. They, it's just more than hockey. Like yeah, they this, have their this huge. They have yep. their minor hockey from like U U sevens all the way to U eighteen. But they also have uh, senior senior hockey, and for those who don't know what senior hockey is, they call it they call that body contact. Yeah, right. So they have that. Um, what else? They have a moccasin game tournament. They have a talent show which includes singing and jigging. Uh, yes. They have a trade show. Of course, every res tourney uh, like this they have bingos. So bingos, pool tournament, three on three basketball, square dancing volleyball dance and volleyball is big and they'll, yeah, they'll be having big. a powwow as well and it's not the keystone center that's the cool thing about this tournament everything's under one roof everything yeah. so it's a bit it's going to be a busy weekend um so uh looking forward to going to that and just watching a lot of hockey meeting up with uh old friends and maybe i'll carry a picture an eight by ten picture of bush as a. Like, Bush gonna come here, so he's with us in spirits.
1: Just put by the bench.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Put your picture up in a shitter, never mind. Uh daily admissions is twenty dollars for adults, ten dollars for youth, zero to six is free, and sixty plus is free. Oh shit, you almost can get in this tournament for
1: free, Bush. I can almost a couple more
0: years. But 20 bucks is that is that lots to ask for for a daily admission for a tournament. I mean, say if you go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's $80. Yeah. And if you, if you have a a spouse, that's 160. Then you have like, like kids. So that's another, yeah. Holy shit. I can really add up.
1: I can add up. Yep.
0: Do you think tournaments like that should have tournament passes, say four days. So that $80. So maybe like 50 bucks for a tournament pass for four days. Or do you just want to keep doing the 20 just to? But because that is a bit like the Keystone Center, there's like three, four rinks in there. There's so many different like uh, rooms yeah. for like in gyms in there. So you kind of, it does add up really. No, no, just... no,
1: you know what someone should do? Someone should post on how much it costs to rent that, that hall, that ice. Break the salary down it takes to run the Zamboni's. The electricity, the custodian, and then they'll see why they have to charge this amount of money. That's
0: true, because people yep. like like to jump the gun and get upset right away. Like, holy yeah. Jesus, twenty dollars a day. Why do I have to pay twenty dollars? But yeah. yeah, you're right. Like and like vo- like basketball, volleyball, like the talent show, yeah, the pool tournaments, bingos, there's they're all prizes. Like even the powwow, there's prizes. So in the hockey, there's prizes for like 40 plus the women's hockey and the, the men's hockey. So you're right. It's that's a lot of money in, in yeah. prize. That's probably over like a hundred thousand just in prizes. Mm-hmm. And I don't see, I'm just looking at their poster and I don't see like major sponsors. So I don't know how that's going to work. Like,
1: oh, yeah. So they're, they're, they're probably charging this year to work on next year's Jackpot. Yeah. To create a sl- little bit of a slush fund. That's what I think. So if they're probably giving away,
0: probably at least close to, I say around 75. Well, no, I, I'll go 100,000. Plus, plus rentals, like you mentioned, of the whole Keystone Arena. Shit, yeah. that's, that's probably close to a quarter of a million dollars,
1: I bet you. Easily. So, yeah. But then, but then I also want the city of Brandon I want them to list how many how many hotel rooms are booked up for this weekend alone?
0: Restaurants, Everything. gas stations, convenience stores. Like how much money does this tournament bring into the yeah, what's the word? Um what's the word event? Yeah, so that's millions of dollars guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Cause every hotel's booked, then you got hotels in Verdun. Portage La Prairie, they're booked. Yeah. Airbnbs. So they're bringing a lot of revenue for like the Chamber of Commerce and all the stores. So, but yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, if anyone wants to go halfers on Bingo, message me. I'll go halfers. I wonder what the oh, jackpot what? is. 20, 20 Gs?
1: Pro- Probably like 30, maybe 40 grand for the, I would say.
0: Should I? Mm-hmm. Uh, my community, Moose Factory, is having a big tournament uh, back home in February. And a couple of years ago, my sister went uh, half first with my mom, and they won like 40 grand. I think it was oh, wow. 40 grand. So they won 20 grand each. So I messaged my mom a couple of weeks ago. I was like, hey, I said, are you going to the bingo? Because they have a big monster bingo during the hockey tournament she goes yeah I said do you want to go half first and she said yeah so it's gonna probably cost me 200 bucks so I think it's like 200 dollars just for like your admission then you gotta Mm -hmm. buy all the specials and all the extra cards and stuff like that so it's probably gonna be 200 bucks each but that's I have a feeling she's gonna win I hope she takes her uh Troll dolls, her uh, lucky foot her lucky rabbit foot. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know if my takes time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But I remember I went to Bingo a couple times and you see like these ladies with their troll dolls and
1: yep. everything.
0: Like there's a lot of superstitious Bingo players, man. Yeah. Just a bunch of pictures of kids and shit like that. It's like, holy man.
1: They have the way they they have a way they un- they unfold their their papers, their the way they set up their dabbers. Their, it's a whole culture.
0: It is. Well, got, oh, I gotta. it's this one's a lucky, lucky seven game or whatever, I gotta yeah. use a blue dabber. Like or yeah. <laughs> If you go to bingo, do you use one of those things, those computer things that play your cards for you so you don't miss a number, or, no. you, or are you a dabber?
1: I would. I'm a dabber.
0: Are you? It's all up here. I'm bad because I always miss a number, no matter what.
1: I remember the first couple times I went with my mom; she was dabbing half of my sheet because I would miss them. <laughs> she, she's, I could just see her just getting frustrated at me, like, "I'm, I'm trying, a, I'm trying, I'm trying."
0: And there's always someone like that that they'll look at your cards and they'll find your number yeah, while they have just, like two sheets of cards kind of, just, just dabbing. Yeah. There's always someone like that. That's hilarious. So Except, yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh good luck to all the teams that are playing this weekend. Remember it's going to be I think it's going to be cold, so stay warm. Don't walk nowhere in the middle of the night. Nope. Nope. Call a cab or call a friend. So, and look out for each other, right? Yes. Um the senior teams, I'll send you that picture right now. Uh, I'll send you the team the team's list for uh, who are playing in this tournament and we'll uh, we'll pick a winner. Um hopefully we uh we'll pick better than the Prince Albert tournament because we were pretty <laughs> bad on that one. Um so the teams for this tournament are Okay, I text you it. All right. Um, Round Lake Bears, Shoal Lake Flyers, Sandy Sandy Bay Featherman, Peguis Mean Machine. Ooh, we're gonna get this one. Mine goes. Mine goesby. Mina that? Did you? I mean, goes be.
1: Mine goes to be?
0: Mine Mine goes to be Warriors. Kevin Warriors. Stars, Norway House Bruins, which I'm wearing their sweater just. Yeah. By luck. And okay, how do you say the next one, man? Annan and an no Annan knows the bean and
2: it and it knows the Yeah, and knows the Okay,
0: yeah. cross lake selects, selects Lane Stars, defending champs, and Norway House North Stars. Ooh. So those are the teams. And uh, okay, let's pick two teams who. Okay. this two is the teams. senior division. Yeah, this is the senior yep. context. Who do you think is going to win out of out of these two, four, six, eight, eleven teams? That's a weird number, eleven.
1: Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the Bruins.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of Moose Factory there's... boys playing with the Bruins.
1: Uh, Can you say them or no?
0: Yes. Uh, okay. Caden Butterfly, Seth yep. Rubin. And Dob, Bradley Dobson, or uh, the goalie, uh, they're playing for Norway House. I got a confirmation. And uh, former guest of the show, Colton Yellowhorn, will be playing with the Round Lake Bears. I was messaging him the other day. Nice. So it's it's this is going to be a good tournament. I think this is one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Manitoba has three, four big tournaments this is 104 then you have the uh one One month uh, of january february i don't know i can't think of the other tournaments you got the brent wilson (laughs) memorial then you got the the fontaine memorial tournament ocn then you got tribal days in winnipeg so plus this one so that's four big tournaments this is the first of four big tournaments in the province of Manitoba. I go, I'll go with Round Lake Bears. They'll make it far. Yeah. Um, you Agreed. can't uh lane stars, defending champs, can't count them out. They'll make it far too. Um, it looks like if Norway House Bruins and Round Lake Bears win their games, they'll be playing each other at Saturday at 8 p.m. Oh, that's gonna be a big game. So yeah, I'll say round, round Lake, Norway House, and Lane Stars from from my yeah. three. So, um, it should be should be a good tournament. Um. Okay. Uh, question: Colton, and I mentioned, Colton Yellowhorn will be playing in this tournament. He's uh. A veteran in the Indian circuit and uh, Indian tournaments. And he's well-respected, well-liked by everyone. Um, he had a very good professional hockey career. And this is his first year not playing pro hockey. Oh. And he, he will be playing in this tournament. Should guys give him enough room to show him that respect? Of the, like for him playing so many years of pro, having a good junior career. To not hit him compared to remember what happened last year when Dwight King played and he got rocked and he got knocked out of the tournament and his wife was really upset. And this, she said, why are guys trying to hit the white when he doesn't have to play in these tournaments? He's a Stanley Cup winner and he's just coming out here to try and support these tournaments, try to support Indian hockey. And which is true? Why would you try yeah. to hit a Stanley Cup winning player when he has nothing to prove? And the same goes for Col- Colton. Like he has nothing to prove. He had a really good career, and he's just playing for the love of the game, and supporting Indian hockey. So should players lay off him and try not to run him to to be the guy that hits hits Colton? Like yeah does does he did he earn enough? for him to have all that space or should players just treat him like any other player and hit him?
1: I think they should try and rub him out, but, but, but by no means take a four stride jump at him. Yeah. Like they want to, do you want to ease up a little bit? Yeah. You want, you want to let him know that you're there? Yes. But don't, but don't take four strides and jump into him and try and knock him out. And as you said, be that guy.
0: Yeah, if he has his head down for like a second, don't try to fucking. Oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> don't try to put him in the next week and try to hurt no. the guy, because he had he still has to go to work next week, the yeah. following week after a tournament. Um, but yeah, I think he earned enough respect to give him that extra room just to yeah, just to show the respect. Like in our culture. We're always taught to respect our elders. Yeah, Trevor. I'm not yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying that Colton's an uh an elder, but he's uh he's earned everyone the respect in uh yeah. Indian Indian countries. So I think he players like like you mentioned, just let them know that you're there, give them a little tap, but don't try to concuss him and try to earn a rep of oh yeah, I I've, uh, I'm the one that hit uh, Colton and mm-hmm. knocked him out of the tournament. So, just like if I was ever playing against you, Bush, I wouldn't try to take your head off.
1: I know, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it, uh, it's, I'm looking forward to watching this tournament. Uh, we'll be I'll be at the tournament, so if you see me around the rink, come say hi. Uh, I will be giving away uh eight by tens of uh a bush and (laughs) he'll i'll make sure he signs them beforehand (laughs) so uh uh with that being said let's uh let's head up over to our interview with mr troy so uh let's go let's go Rez Hockey would like to introduce our guest for 103. He's currently playing for the FIFA Flyers in the Elite Ice Hockey League. He is a former uh, OHL player and played U sports at the UPEI. Rez Hockey would like to introduce to you our guest from Doka's First Nation, Troy Latness. Welcome to the show, Troy.
2: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: You've been, uh, we talked earlier and I made a post about, uh, guess who they want to see for 2024 and your name came up uh, a couple of times. How does it feel, uh, being Mr. Popular?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I saw a couple of the comments there and, uh, I saw Caden, I saw Butters was one of the guys and, uh, I was pretty honored because, uh, he was, he used to be a former teammate in the native tournament. So, uh, (laughs) I thought that was cool that he wanted to hear my story. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I mentioned earlier, you were playing
0: in the EIHL for the FIF Did I say draft? FIF? No, it's Fife, but that's five? close enough. Uh, yeah, Fife. Fife Flyers. Uh, how's
2: your season going over overseas? Uh, it's good. It's my first year in pro, so it's uh it's an eye opener, seeing a lot of different things. Um as a team, we're struggling a bit. Uh it's different here because you you can only have fifteen imports. So we play with we play with three lines every night and we play back to backs with three lines. So it's it's different than I've anything I've been a part of and kind of had to get used to playing a lot more than I was expected to. So <laughs> it's uh it's different hockey, but I'm enjoying it's it's I got a beautiful view at my uh apartment here out on the water and I'm a two minute walk from the gym, three minute ride to the rink so uh I'd say it's going pretty good for me so far.
0: Um what's a day in the life of a pro hockey player in Scotland?
2: For well when like when I first got here the weather was a bit better. So we would we would work out in the morning, practice and go right to the golf course, but <laughs> uh <laughs> I had to change my plans up a bit. Uh, now it's just practice, gym and I don't know some, sometimes we go to bingo. Sometimes we'll uh <laughs> <laughs> most of the time just at home chilling my uh fiance's here with me so we've been doing a lot of walks seeing seeing fife so i enjoy Who, that
0: who's the cook out of the out of you two? <laughs>
2: Oh, she's the cook and she would kill me if i said otherwise so uh, <laughs> she did most of the cooking and she's a really good cook
0: <laughs> so you're happy that she's uh spending time with you over there <laughs>
2: Yeah, I got to do all the dishes, so uh that's, that's a pretty view. that's
0: a pretty good uh deal. Uh,
2: sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll take that. <laughs> so how's how's the travel over there? Do you with the the league being so close amongst towns, do you guys just take the bus to all yeah. your visiting teams?
2: Believe it or not that like, that's the one thing that is like not on my it's not the greatest is the travel on our team like Like sometimes we'll like we play here, like for instance this Saturday we'll play here at at seven. Get home at get home at like ten thirty, and then we got to get up at eight am and drive seven hours to Sheffield to play at five the next day. And sometimes like if if there's a place called Guilford, we'll we'll travel for for nine and a half hours after playing Saturday. Get up at six forty five in the morning, on the bus you get there at five. You get there at five o'clock. Play at seven right off the bus it's just kind of different (laughs)
0: really so Uh, everything's
2: just bus there's like you don't fly no like some some of the teams fly because because of where they're located but we're not the fortunate team for uh flying and you know you gotta i've been trying to figure out a way to get the bus legs out but uh, yeah (laughs) the tough thing to do but we seem to be going along okay with it
0: um, I used to play in the same uh, Midget League you did, uh, the Great North Midget League. And th- I that's how I learned how to, like, the I played, for, I played in Timmins. So, we used to travel, oh, okay. like, North Bay, like, Capuscasing. And that league really taught me how to, uh, like, the short bus rides or the long bus rides. And we had to play maybe, like, two hours before. So, that league really taught me how to uh stretch and really get the bus legs off really quick because you had games like really quick and you weren't there like two in the afternoon or something you were there maybe five o'clock the latest <laughs> even if the highways were good so that league was good <laughs> you played in that
2: league too i think so i played i I left i played in kitchener in my minor midget year but i played bantam and i played against timmons and all those yeah. guys so like I guess I've been kind of used to it, but as I get older, my body doesn't isn't <laughs> working as good as it used to. I really got to stretch and get warmed up. Uh, before, let's we'll talk about uh, how did you get started in hockey. Um, I'd say it was just like every other kid. My parents built me a rink in the backyard, and all the the kids from the res would come over, and we'd probably have three pucks, and we'd play for an hour until we lost all the pucks, and then that would be the end of the game. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, that's how I started. My parents were big into me playing hockey. I always had an outdoor rink and started at three years old. I think I played my first little NHL at three. And my dad tells me a story. I, I wanted to play so bad. He took me off the ice. I was sick and he puked right through my mask and he was trying to take <laughs> me off. <out. laughs> no, no, I don't want to say He just left me on the bench, kept playing. <laughs> puked right through my mask on him <laughs> still wanted to play
0: <laughs> uh junior hockey you played in the OHL you played with uh sarnia sarnia sting subby wolves and Erie otters how was your junior experience
2: oh it was awesome like i my favorite place was probably sarnia because i played there for uh what was it three years and made a lot of good friends there i enjoyed it it was everything I ever dreamed of I used to be uh I lived in Kitchener as a kid a little bit my parents moved around so I was a big Kitchener Rangers fan back in the day so me and my dad would always go to those games and I would I would think they're the 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 Philadelphia Flyers when (laughs) I was that age like I thought they were the best things since sliced bread so (laughs) when I got back into the odd the Kitchener rink it was like it was like I was in the NHL like it was like a dream come true for me playing there and i used to go to so many games and i i thought i enjoyed every second of junior hockey
0: what was your uh, favorite experience playing
2: ah that's a tough one (laughs) probably i went back into north bay which is right like near doke so i had all my family at the game and i was sitting there thinking like, wouldn't this be great if I scored? And it was my first year. I didn't get too many goals or anything. And one popped up in my stick, put it in. And I think that was the loudest the barn got all night. So <laughs> that's got to be up there.
1: <laughs>
0: After uh, your junior career, you played uh, at the University of Prince Edward Island. Um, how was it trans- transitioning from junior hockey to U sports?
2: Yeah. Uh, I it was it was tougher for me than I think most like because I transferred there when Owen did and Owen Owen went off as soon as he touched the ice in university hockey and I kind of struggled with it a bit and I was I was uh, I was having a tough time a bit at first and then and then COVID happened got a little got a little break from hockey which I think I needed at the time because I was I was getting a little burnt out from hockey and the little break from hockey I came back after that and started doing well in university and that was my second last year and then ended up staying for the nationals in the fifth year and I ended up picking up like having one of my best years in my career and I kind of just ran with that uh what did you study while you were at the school I was studying sociology oh nice so yeah it was it was uh I was undecided for a couple years at first, just trying to figure out my way. And then I kind of got into that near the end.
0: You mentioned Owen. Owen is a former guest of the show. How, uh, how big of a superstar was Owen on campus?
2: Oh, he was the man. on campus. <laughs> I'll say that. Like he, uh, I think he was a fan favorite. Uh, like the, the coach loved him. He was our captain. And, uh, yeah, ever since he touched the ice there, I think he was our best player until he left. So, <laughs> <laughs> he was the man.
0: How important was it for you to go to school and play youth sports?
2: Like, uh, I think it was, like, from my ho- like, a hockey standpoint, it was huge because, yeah. like I said, that COVID year really turned me around. I was kind of, like, I think losing confidence in my hockey. And then that COVID year kind of just set did a reset for me. And I think that... After that, like, I kind of just, like, stepped it up, like, got really, like, dialed into everything I need to do to... Because, like, at that point, I was like, I can either play out these two years, have fun, and then probably not, like, play much more than that. And I decided I better go all in on this and, and try to, like, play long, as long as I can. And it kind of worked out because I'm still playing.
0: <laughs> After your fifth year... When your season ended with the Panthers, you signed a contract with the Savannah Ghost Pirates in the East Coast League. How was it going from you sports to uh to the pros?
2: It was uh it's different. Like luckily, uh, we made the the nationals that year. So we played at the the Charlottetown Islanders, the QMJHL rink, which is it's like it was filled up. It was basically like a pro game because I remember going my first day there. I flew into Savannah and then we t- got, I got right on the bus cause we were going to Jacksonville to play my first game. And I look out, look onto the ice and the stands are that high and I'm used <laughs> to playing in community rinks. I'm like, what did I get myself into here? <laughs> so I was pretty nervous. My first game, I texted my dad that I was like, Oh no, what did I get myself into? And then, uh, turns out I, I scored and an assist in my first game. So I, I kind of, Kind of settled in pretty quick after that. Did you get any offers
0: to uh, sign with
2: uh, any East Coast League teams before you decided to go to uh, Scotland? So I was with Savannah. And then in the summertime, I get a call from the coach saying, uh, yeah, you've been traded to. um, What was the team? i I was traded to one team in the East Coast, and then five minutes later, I get another call. It's like you've been traded to this to the to Norfolk, the Norfolk Admirals. So I was like, "Oh man, is this what is this what the East Coast is going to be like? I'm going to get I'm going to get shipped around all the time." So I kind of, I kind of said like, "I'm going to go to Europe and get some a little bit of security, like not have to get get traded as much." Because I I hear you get traded a lot in the East Coast. Like if, so I kind of wanted. I had my girlfriend. I had my girlfriend now fiance with me so i don't think she wanted to move around and then i got this offer and it was it's my own place it's uh you can't get traded so i just wanted to have a year of under my belt without moving around being a suitcase
0: (laughs) (laughs) so part of playing for the flyers do they offer you like i know other teams and like in other leagues in europe they offer you like free rent for your apartment in a a vehicle does the flyers do the same for uh import players
2: yeah yeah it's all everything's all paid for here you don't have to pay for anything you just we got a brand new car my apartment is unreal it's right like i said it's right along the beach of the ocean so uh yeah you get everything you get gym membership everything you need is is covered by them which is good
0: uh in scotland do they drive on the same side as us in, the, in
2: canada or is it on the other side <laughs> it's actually the other side and oh man and it's and every car here is standard so i've never oh. driven standard, never driven on the other side of the road and oh man at first it was me and my girlfriend just sitting there in our car just she's trying to tell me which way to go I'm i'm asking <laughs> what side of the road to go on it was a mess at first <laughs> how many times do you stall the car Oh, when we first got there, we were just bouncing <laughs> back and forth all the way up the road. Couldn't go like a minute without stalling the car. That's but uh, we're getting pretty good now. I've uh, watched some of your team's
0: highlights on YouTube. Is it weird having like curling, like a house in like on your rink, like, you know, for like curling? Those curling like, yeah, things. like this, like, is it? I think they're called a the house, right, for curling? Like, is it weird uh, having curling, like a curling rink while playing?
2: You know what? When I was a kid, there was a rink in Nuevo, which is like 40 minutes from my house, well, from the res. So we'd go there sometimes. And those had, it reminds me of that back then, because yeah. they're curling there too. So I'm kind of used to it, but <laughs> I don't even notice it when you're playing. No. But no. Um,
0: What? With for your hockey equipment for hockey specs, what kind of twig do you use?
2: This year we're we're a warrior team. I usually like to use the CCM sticks, but this year we have the warrior warrior alpha twos, which I'm actually really liking this year. They got I I really enjoy it, but I don't think anything is gonna beat the CCM for me. <laughs> what kind of uh flex and curve do you use? I use uh P28 and I use 75 flex. 75 yeah um what about skates uh do they
0: do you get custom made fitted skates fr- from the team or do you just do they just give you a, a pair of skates from the shelf like from a store
2: no you can pick if you get the ones from the store they'll come in a week or you can customize there so i just ordered mine i got the what are they the hyperlite twos and i got oh, yeah. them customized with blue on the bottom so i'm i'm pretty excited to see those
0: when um when you sign or thinking of signing with the Flyers, did you think of the colors? Because I think they're blue and yellow, right? Their main colors were. Yeah. Was that a factor for you to uh, decide on playing with the Flyers is the colors of the team?
2: Ah, uh, not really for <laughs> no? me. No. I I, uh, I didn't even really check it, look into that. <laughs> for me, uh, one of the things that really sold me was the golf. Like they said that, like right now it's minus one and that's the coldest it's probably going to get here and then it's starting to heat up next week so on the off days we will go to some of the nicest courses in st andrews like i'm still waiting to get on the old course the so i the golf was a big part and and i knew a couple people that played here before so they they told me good things about it and just went from there
0: um let's talk about the little NHL. It's coming up in March, which is a, a really big tournament for um, first nations in Ontario. It's the 50th anniversary. Um, how big was the Lino NHL for you growing up?
2: Um, it was probably the most exciting weekend, exciting week that I would have of the year, you know, cause all like the, everybody from the reserves there, my whole family is there to watch. You got, you got your grandpa, your Gokmas the, in the and you, your dad, your mom and your aunts, they're all cheering. You can hear them screaming in the crowd. So I I thought that was pretty awesome. And <laughs> I remember I played when I was younger. We didn't win for a long time because I was on Nipissing and my dad really wanted me to win. So I went to Metogamy one year with Owen and uh, got my first win in the NHL and it was like, <laughs> It's like winning the Stanley Cup, I thought I wasn't gonna win it, but <laughs> ended up getting
0: one. <laughs> I I coached my kids when they were in bantam one year, and I told them this is gonna be the hardest tournament you win because there's 25 teams in your division, and you pl- you play three games in round robin, and you hope to make the top eight, right? And yeah, so it... we battled and we won that tournament, and they told me like after like a year or two after, like Dad, you were right. This is the hardest, hardest tournament to win.
2: <laughs> it is so many teams and and like, yeah, like I, I didn't think I was at one point. I didn't think I was gonna win, win it ever. And then when I finally did, it was like the Stanley Cup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I played little NHL grown up, and I've never won it. My brother wanted once with Moose Factory, and he he still holds that against me pretty pretty bad. So. Winning the LHL <laughs> is huge. Uh, where did did you play in Sudbury when they like? Were you did
2: they have it in Sudbury or were you in Mississauga? I've uh, they had it in. I played in Sudbury. I played in the Sioux, and near the end, it seemed like it was always in Mississauga when yeah. I was getting older. But where else? It had they had it in Sarnia one year when I was playing. They had it in Thunder Bay. I think you. I don't know if you were old enough for that one. I probably was. Like I, I think they were all over and. I
0: played Espinola. I think we went to Espinola. When, that's when it was – Oh, like, really? This was long time ago. Like, yeah, I don't
2: think I've ever been there no. for, for, for NHL. But is it always in Mississauga now?
0: It's in Markham this year.
2: Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah,
0: I don't know why they switched it up. But with the this... way they have it in Markham, it's like every – there's like 17 arenas. And,
2: like, oh, okay. They this have – uh, Yeah, they have well.
0: like uh, – arenas in wellington so some people are going to wellington to go play and so new markets so they have it all like it's going to be spread out so i don't know how yeah, it's going it's to be yeah man. so um let's talk about the freddy then you uh last year you played for big cove Elsie Patok and the year before that you played for the scrappers uh from Moose factory how how is it playing in the freddy
2: you know it's awesome like i'm excited to go back every year um it's kind of tough with, with, with teams. Cause I know I want to play with Moose factory, but I was is like kind of my team. Now I've been playing with them. I play with them out East all the time. So I kind of made a commitment to them to play with them every year. Cause I get, to, I got to know all the guys they are great guys. And we didn't get the outcome we wanted this year, but I think uh, the, the guys around there are going to be making moves and we're going to come with a good team this year. You guys <laughs> yeah.
0: had a tough, tough division. You, I think they were calling it like the division of death because you guys had PBCN, and you guys were were in it like every game. Like we came to my Bush and I, my other co-host, we came to like all the, all the Oilers games, and you guys were in it till like the end. And it's just like when you guys played PBCN, you guys were in it until that one breakaway wow yeah, Gervais. One breakaway yeah, so. Um so you you'll be going back for the Oilers in this year in
2: 2024? Yeah, I will be going like that's it. I haven't heard from them too much yet, but if they're going I'm going with them if not I w- I'll probably be with Moose Factory. I don't know if they're going to be the Selects or the Scrappers, but those are my two teams. <laughs> how 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 cool is it
0: for when you play with the Oilers like you guys have matching helmets, matching shells, matching gloves like how you guys really looked – you guys were the best-looking team. Like, does that help, like, when you guys look like a team compared to other teams when they have different gloves, different socks, and different – like, that, do you guys feel more of a team having everything the same same color and just matching?
2: Yeah, like, the, the honestly, the way they treat you there is, like, it's almost like pro. Like, they – I show up there they got sticks for me there they have some they have a hoodie for me they have a jacket like they want you to wear your jacket to the game they want you to look the same it's like oh it's pretty <laughs> professional and like yeah like they they asked me what helmet i want what kind of gloves like what brand gloves they they really do it well there and like i was just like wow and it does help like it's cool to look around the room and to see everybody with all the same stuff like i i I thought it was awesome. They get everybody on their team sticks, like Bauer sticks, whatever sticks you want. The wow. the guy brings them in for for the tournaments. It's it's unreal.
0: How awesome did uh, Trey Lewis play at the Freddie last year? That guy was a beast on the blue line.
2: He is, and like I've been following a bit of the the Hawks, like their their senior A team, and he's doing well this year too. And he's going to be a beast for years to come if they keep going. <laughs>
0: Because we were watching, like he was on the on the show too uh, last year, and I felt bad for the guys uh, that one old arena, the hammer arena, because when Uh, you get hit, the boards don't move. It's there's like the old school, and he was hammering guys along the boards. (laughs) So I was like, I feel sorry for those guys getting getting uh, getting hammered by him. Does uh, how shitty is it to play in an
2: arena like that where the boards don't even move? Well, for me, it was there's no space. Like the year before, I played on the big rink most of the time and had enough room to weasel through guys. But there, I felt like I, every time I had the puck, there was someone right on top of me. So I was like, I had to get used to it. But like, I would rather play at that big rink where you can have some space to yeah. to skate. So like, I don't, I don't I don't love those little rinks. I don't think you guys played on like the the Belsher Arena, eh? did you? We played at the Huskies Arena one game, and we won the game. That was our one. I think that's the we uh, we won two games, and one of them was on the big rink.
0: Okay, what about the arena beside in the back there, where the 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 roof is really low? Like, how do you guys manage to play a senior contact game in a small rink with a small ceiling?
2: Yeah, like, I'm glad I didn't play on that back rink, honestly.
0: That rink is something else. <laughs> because uh Eagle Lake and Canoe Lake played on that rink. And I was like, why is this game, like, nothing against women's hockey, but, like, I think they'd be more suitable for that, that size rink compared to, like, having Eagle Lake and Canoe Lake play on that small rink. So it, it, yeah. it was really interesting to watch because, like, Nate – couldn't flip the puck because it would hit the, hit the ceiling and he was getting frustrated. (laughs) How was it uh, playing for the scrappers the year before you guys uh, had a good run, but you guys uh, played against a good Norway house Bruins who eventually won the tournament.
2: Yeah. Like that year was a little different. Like we played red pheasant the first game. Um, Oh, that was a hard hitting game. Yeah. (laughs) I'm buzzing around. I'm like flying around, and then I got two goals, and we we're up two nothing. And I just hear their bench: "Someone fucking kill that! Kid. Oh, someone <laughs> kill that kid!" So, so I knew I knew they were coming after me a bit, but uh, we ended up tying two two, and then we ended up winning the rest, and then went to the quarters, and I think we lost three two to the Bruins, and we were yeah. up three. We were up no, we lost four three, and we were up three two with like five minutes left and they came back and beat us and that one hurt because we were so close there.
0: I was talking like we um uh, buddies with like Wacey Rabbit and Colton Yellowhorn, Judd Blackwater who were all pickups and they were worried going into the third. They were scared that you guys were gonna beat them. <laughs> so <laughs> they still we still talk about that game.
2: So. It was a crazy game. Like I know I hit three posts in the third period too. I rung three off the post and I'm like if those hit the other side of the post, I think we win that game. And uh, I played against Judd this year in a preseason game. He was he he came to Fife and played us.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah, he's uh, in Romania this year.
2: Yeah, yeah, they played us. They beat us four three. He scored two. Yeah, he
0: <laughs> that guy flies around like unreal. Oh yeah. He's um, unreal. advice for uh, young players. What advice would you give for young players coming up
2: the up the ranks? The I'd probably say try to enjoy it as much as you can because it's a lot easier to practice and get better at the game when you really like it and you're really having fun doing it. That would be my main thing, and the other thing would probably be set up somewhere where you can shoot pucks <laughs> and shoot a lot of pucks on your off time. So that's that's all I got. I'd say shoot pucks and enjoy it
0: <laughs> before we uh let you go. I we always finish our interview uh, with what we call five rapid niche questions. You ready? Yeah. Uh, question number one baked or fried bannock?
2: Fried bannock for sure.
0: Question number two ever use a bed sheet for a door or a curtain?
2: Uh, I don't think I have. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, question number three ever see Ernest Munias live in concerts? no i haven't question number four indian taco or bannock burger
2: indian taco for sure
0: fifth and last question can you jig no i can't <laughs> don't worry you're not the only one probably 75 okay, yeah. percent of uh guys we had on the show can't can't jig either so <laughs> it's, it's not a biggie we're gonna have to learn <laughs> yeah well uh Troy, thanks for uh, coming on the show. I really appreciate taking uh, you taking the time out of your schedule and to, to come on the show and talk some hockey with us. Oh no problem, it was fun. Thanks for having me. Uh, best of luck with uh, with the Flyers, and uh, hopefully
2: we'll see you at the at the Freddie. We will make sure to stop and say hi <laughs> for sure. All
0: right, we'll All talk right. to you again and uh, take
2: care. I see you later.
1: Hi. <laughs> <I know>
0: you. <laughs> you gotta practice more, uh, more things. I
1: gotta, I just gotta go smoothly from the hi.
2: Hi.
1: Hi. hi. <laughs> uh, welcome back
0: to the third part of the show. Um, street, our, uh, I don't know what's going with going there. Oh, uh, okay. thanks, Troy, for uh, coming on the show. Um, uh, we did a post on Facebook where we asked um, the listeners, who would you want to see for 2024? And Troy's name came up a few times. So uh, you asked, we delivered. So, but uh, thanks to uh, chief and council for making that happen. Uh, we really appreciate that. It's uh, it was that that's a big time difference. I think, from, from us to where, Troy is it's like a six so, hour time, six six hour time difference, yeah. And was Scotland. seven hours is this? Seven hours,
1: I was seven hours in Sweden. We were, it means to because we were toasting and watching the fireworks at midnight there, and then it was 5 p.m. in Canara.
0: I'll just say Scotland, Scotland, okay. Um. It's 1.57 a.m. in Scotland. So that's how many hours? It's 757 here. So that's yeah, like six hours, man. Yeah. So um it's Monday evening. Yes. Um, we're recording our show earlier. I'm gonna post uh in a bit, uh, because like we mentioned earlier with the passing of Ernest, we will be going to his wake tomorrow evening so we thought we would probably be best to do the show tonight mm-hmm. um for this week's uh res hockey top five uh top five things to do before leaving for a res tourney um oh. i'm speaking on my experience and what i've done <laughs> so this is wow. uh my personal <laughs> list of Five things to do before leaving for a rest, honey. Number five. Love her up with kisses. And if she likes hugs, hug her up too. And make sure when you uh, cuddles in bed and before you go to bed, put your arm around her for that extra love and just
1: there you go, be all
0: lovey-dovey. So <laughs> that's uh, number five. Love her up with lots of kisses. Kisses, kisses, kisses. <laughs> <laughs> uh number four do the laundry fold the clothes and put them away yes i mean that's a big job but do it do it um i know a lot of times well, when i when i do laundry i just put them in the wash then in the dryer and i'll just let it sit in the dryer <laughs> That's why I'm not allowed to do laundry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or I just put them on top of the the water, the dryer and they'll just get cold and all wrinkly. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't do it on purpose, but it's just, I don't know. I just don't want to fold and put, in a, put clothes away. So make sure you do yeah. the laundry, add the right softener and the Javex if you have to and the yeah. fabric softener and fold the clothes and put them away. Uh, number three for res hockey top five things to do before leaving for a res tourney: take the kids on an outing, take them there to a go. movie, take uh, it's winter time, take them skating, take them sliding. Uh, give her a couple hours just to uh relax at home, watch some TV, watch some Netflix. So uh, we'll take the kids out to McDonald's or something, take them to Walmart, to go play with toys and open some toys. Take them on an outing. So yeah. Um number two, give her bingo money. <laughs> maybe she maybe she wants to go to bingo. She needs yeah. time away to go to bingo. Um, night out with the girls. It's gonna cost you, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be worth it when you hang out with the boys and a weekend away playing some hockey. So uh it's gonna cost you, but in the end it's 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 worth it. So yeah, give her some bingo money, maybe she'll win some money which make, will make her in a really good mood uh, in the night out with the girls. And the number one thing you could, uh, things to do before leaving for a rest tourney, make supper and wash the dishes. That's including your pots and pans. Yep. Um. I have a bad habit when I cook that I don't clean my pots and pans right away. I just leave a big pile in the sink. Do you do that when you wash, when you cook, do you wash as you, uh, you wash and clean as you cook?
1: Uh, Stu, am I getting better? I hope I am. I love you, but am I getting better? I hope I am. I'm I like to think. That. I like to think that I'm washing as I go, but sometimes I'm just oblivious, and I some I'll just put them off to the side. I'll get wrapped up cooking, and then we'll we're done. I'm done cooking. It's good to eat, and then we, we then we plate up, and then and then a lot of times, a lot a lot. A lot more times than not, I'll uh, I'll I'll see her do the dishes because I didn't do the bread right oh, away. I'm bad.
0: I'm bad for that too. I don't do dishes
1: when I when I cook. I yeah, just leave a mess. I'm. i really. I just. Sometimes I just. I just. I can't. Multi, I can't do that multitasking the way that, most women can. Yeah, guys, Sue's, we're
0: we're not known for multitasking. Guys yeah.
1: are bad for it. Like Sue's phenomenal at that, man. I I I, I can't seen do her it. Cook, clean, and then. And then play cards all in like <laughs> half an hour with me. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs>
0: so yeah, guys, make sure uh, you make a nice supper, wash the dishes, mm-hmm. put the kids to bed, and you'll uh, <laughs> you'll you'll be kind of home free after that when you <laughs> are allowed to leave. And do this maybe a week. Say if you're yeah. leaving leaving on a, on a Thursday, start maybe on a Friday. Yeah. This is where the Friday you give her the bingo money and uh extra money to go out with the friends. Just hopefully she comes back. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: it's that, just a big bender. Thing. Uh, honey, where are you? It's uh Thursday afternoon. I'm supposed to leave uh with the boys for hockey. You're not home yet.
1: Just kidding. I hope, the...
0: I... <laughs> I'm sorry for joking she... like that. I hope
1: no one. <laughs> she pulls a Uno reverse card? <laughs> just... Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm going to knock on one. Well, <laughs> hope no one experiences out when I just made a, a joke. I'm,
1: I'm sorry. I feel bad for joking like <laughs> that. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways.
0: Hey, look over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot to uh, give a shout out. Uh, I just want to say congratulations to our fo- former guest, Owen Hedrick, for his first oh, goal boy. in the yep. AHL mm-hmm. for uh, the Wilkes-Barre Penguins. So that's awesome to uh awesome for Owen and his family. Big accompl- accomplishments. So we're gonna go, yeah. Owen. Uh keep it up yeah. and uh hopefully we see you down the road, man. Yeah. So uh Troy was mentioning on in our interview that when he played for Eagle Lake, Owen was on the team too. Like, imagine having Owen and oh. Troy on the same team.
1: Jesus, like, Fred, that'd be, man, those that'd two be... would
0: win it the whole just by themselves, yeah.
1: really. Yeah,
0: like they could put you and I on that on the same line, and they'll still score, <laughs> <laughs> and not give up goals. <laughs> yeah. And the cool thing, Troy announced who he's playing for for the the Freddie this upcoming May. Let's just he announced say, it so we can uh, so we can see it, and I'm. And I, yeah, he's going to be playing yeah. for, uh, the Oilers again. I'll step it to Oilers. Good. I messaged, uh, Creighton Sunny Pass, former guest of the show to confirm. And he said, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry for all the other teams. Uh, the rest of the 39 teams, I'm sure who yeah. offered big box to have Troy on this team. Cause Troy <laughs> is a game changer and yep. that's one guy I would pay big box to have on my team. So Troy, uh, is off the free agent market. He's playing with we the should, Oilers again.
1: We should see if we can scale with them if they if they practice like during the week before to get their uh rust out.
0: But only you should go online like sideline swap and oh, I know what we could do. Mm. We have to go on sideline swap, get you oilers, helmet, gloves, socks, everything, the whole nine yards, and you dress up at the game and you sit in the stands. Or pretend oh, like yeah. to
1: wait. <laughs> I'll just sit there in the lobby, right? Like... And just bang the glass <laughs> with your oh. stick. <laughs> hey guys, it's it's locked. It's locked. <laughs> you guys locked me in the locker room again. <laughs>
0: I'm going you know you, what I'm gonna do? You guys, I'm okay. gonna message Neil and Gabe, so Moose. Yeah. And I'm gonna ask Neil, can Bush dress up and do a skate and do the pregame skate with the Oilers? Um, he won't play, and once yeah. the pre-game skate's done, he'll go to the dressing room and change. Yeah, It'd be like uh, one of those little kids in junior games when they skate with the flag. <laughs> or we should get to an Orlers flag and just skate around in Orlers gear. Yeah, actually, that'd be good. I want to message Neil that and see how funny would that be? Like you skating be- around, like a little kid just waving a flag. <laughs> you <or know>. like- <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's uh we're gonna work on that i like that yes we
1: should i'm gonna go, yeah i'm gonna i need pants anyway so
0: because like uh sideline swap i love going on there and checking like the deals and what they have the like who's selling what but they yeah. a lot of people sell pro return hockey gear in that so we'll look for oiler stuff and we'll we'll see what we can find for you <laughs> that sounds awesome i'm excited for that me too then we gotta look for an oiler's flag Man, that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> uh, I have a serious question for you. I might have an answer. Uh, What do you say when Sue asked you if she can give you a hickey before leaving for a hockey tourney?
2: <laughs>
0: it's like, I know you're a good looking man. Uh, a lot of girls are just just look at you like eye candy and I don't know if I could do it. So if I give you a hickey, I know. Uh, probably a <laughs> lot of girls will still look at you and as I, eye candy, but just marking my territory. Come here, Bush. I'm going to give you a big hickey. And I'm going to blast your <laughs> neck up. <laughs> what do you say? Do you say no? If you say no, you're in big trouble. Yeah. Right. So what do you say? Like, you tell her no? It's like sorry, I'm shy. I'm ticklish. I'm ticklish around <laughs> <over> my <laughs> <Yeah>. neck area. <laughs> do you let her blast your neck up and wear a turtleneck all weekend? <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Okay, she asked. She asked you, "Can I give you one hickey?" What would you do? Do you do it around your collarbone so no one can see? See it when you wear a shirt. I knew guys like who would get hickeys and they would put ice cube or vinegar on their hickeys because like uh, hickeys are just what like a like I don't know why they would put vinegar on but ice cubes make sense right because
1: it's with well you're with the, you're talking to, you're talking about the uh, damage to your blood vessels though. So yeah, know.
0: so the ice would, would help it, but I'm not sure why they said vinegar. What the frick does vinegar do?
1: <laughs> I don't know
0: how to I'm googling on my phone <laughs> how to get rid of <laughs> hickeys. Okay, H I C K. This says hockey H I C how to get rid of hickeys fast okay I google it applying a cold compress or ice is one treatment i generally recommend ice for the first 24 hours then warm compresses thereafter advises advises dr Sawaye. it can also try tro- topical topical creams that conv- contains vitamin vitamin k it's so you're going to ice a hickey for 24 hours? You're screwed, yeah. man. That's a lot of time. It's Then there's like a top five lesson how to get rid of a hickey. Hide it while it heals.
2: <laughs>
0: Cons- <laughs> consider laser therapy. Number three is use healing gels and creams. Number two, I'd avoid cold conference compresses and one apply warm compresses so don't use cold but use warm that's weird and someone said can you get rid of a hickey in 30 minutes a hickey only takes a few seconds to form but requires several days to more than a week to heal (laughs)
1: Well, people are understand. It's it's you're you're bruising your system. Like it's a yeah. bruise. It, the bruise doesn't you can't mask the bruise. With...
0: Okay, if you, next bruise you get for hockey or whatever, put ice on it and see what happens if it it gets rid of like the first. Or put vinegar on it to see if that works. But I I remember hearing vinegar because I remember one guy played with. He used to make vinegar ice cubes. I I don't know. It's just it's just uh listeners out there, do you have a special way how to get rid of your hickey? Bush wants to know. Uh, we'll make oh, a post and leave a comment. Shit. But hickey what is that we were talking about this earlier before we came on here.
1: What was that post that you mentioned? Oh, it's on a Facebook meme. Um hickeys are for amateurs. Let them know you really miss him by punching him with a black giving him a black eye or something. <laughs> something like that.
0: <laughs> if I see you with a black eye, I'd be like, whoa, don't mess. Don't mess with her. Bush either didn't do the dishes or he didn't do laundry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know why we're talking about hickeys. Oh, yeah. How did we get started talking about hickeys? Oh yeah, yeah I asked you that question. Yep. So I'd probably be for the Hickey, just then I'll be allowed to go. (laughs) So, it's a win-win situation for all of us. (laughs) Yeah. So, Hickey, then you get to go to hockey. So, it's a win-win. We all win. We're all winners. Um. This past this past week, the uh, Tribal Days hockey tournament, and uh, it's usually played in Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. They uh, made a post on Facebook that their tournament will be held in Winnipeg, Manitoba, um, Easter weekend, which is March twenty eighth to March thirty first. Um, with that being said, it will be the same weekend as the thirty two. They're 32. 32nd annual North American First Nation Tournament of Champions Hockey Tournament in Kenora, Ontario. Uh, Kenora has always been known to have the tournament Easter every Easter week and have it, like, if it's in April or March, they have it. But uh, they, they'll have some competition now. With uh, Winnipeg only being two hours away, Um, the All Nations yeah. is are putting the. T- big tournament on the same two. Do you think that was the right the right move by Tribal Days knowing Kenora has the same tournament? The same weekend?
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's a flex. I think it's a power move.
0: Because no disrespect to North American tournaments. Um the tribal days, they have an open division where you can have as many imports as you want, and I think that's big. Or yep. Any tournaments, and they have another division where you play for your own community. Um, but that t- division is not as good as the the no import rule one, where con- where compared to Kenora and North American, you got you're only allowed three pickups, and mm-hmm. so it's going to be interesting where all these teams teams uh w- will where they will go because like for the last. Like 32 years, as long as the North Americans been uh, been playing, a lot of Manitoba teams come come to this tournament. We got Norway House, OCN, um, Cross Lake, Saugeen, so all Sandy Bay. They all used to come to Kenora, but now I'm guessing they they'll just go to Winnipeg since it's a lot closer and you can have imports as many as you want, right? So they'll stack their team. But I think, yeah, I don't, I think that it's kind of a low blow. I mean, right. Because they did have an, I talked to somebody today and they said that they, there was an agreement back in the day that tribal days wouldn't put the tournament the same weekend as Kenora. So uh, I don't know if they're going against their word or it was, it was only so many year agreements, but it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll we'll keep tabs on on that and see how, who's who's going where for each tournament because yeah. I'm interested because now it's gonna like what if if I was a team from Manitoba because first place for North American it's 20, 25 grand first place guaranteed money if I was a strong Manitoba team I would go to Winnipeg I mean I'd go to Kenora because it, you won't see a lot of those teams that you usually no. play against the Saskatchewan teams too, right? You ha- you'll have a better chance of winning North American than winning twenty five grand. Yeah. So, maybe take ten guys and a goalie to yeah. North American and split that all that money up. <laughs> I'm like, holy jeez, that'd be a good payday. That's that, that's if I was thinking as a manager of a team, if I was like uh, No Ray House Bruins the manager of that team, I would come to Kenora easy. Yeah. Way more money and there's going to be less caliber of team. So you'll have a better shot of winning that compared to uh, Winnipeg where you'll get Saskatchewan teams and a lot of the good Manitoba team. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting, but we'll uh, yeah. keep tabs on that throughout leading up to these tournaments. So, but yeah, that's, that's pretty neat though if you think about it it's all it's all about the benjamins mm. it's all about the treaty money <laughs>
1: yeah
0: uh anything else for uh, you want to discuss on episode 103 before we skedaddle
1: no I, i'm i'm at a loss for words
0: yeah i'm good too. All right guys, thanks for joining us for another week, another episode of Rez Hockey. Uh I'm Trev and With me is uh Borat. The yeah. the native version of Borat, as you can see. So, thanks for joining us for another week and uh we'll see you guys next week and we'll have a, like I'll I'll probably do interviews, I guess throughout the weekend and in Brandon and do you still have that microphone? I do. Yeah. Okay, I'll get it off you tomorrow, and we'll uh, I'll okay, yeah. do some interviews and Brandon and uh, if you see me at the rink, come say hi. Remember, I'll be having eight by tens uh, a bush, and he'll sign them. Yeah. So. Uh yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're on okay for our podcast. We're on Apple. We're on Amazon. We're on Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. Then on we're on YouTube. So for YouTube, like and subscribe. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, OnlyFans, um,
1: MySpace.
0: MySpace. i five. i five. And where
2: uh,
1: where are you now?
0: Knet. <laughs> so, and we're on uh, Yahoo Messenger still. So, yeah, uh, come follow us on our Instagrams and our socials and whatnot and be one of the cool ones. So, yeah. But uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll see you next week.